Hello and welcome to Soulful Sessions, the show that creates a space for people to chat openly about spirituality, personal growth and share their life experiences. We care about allowing people to open up authentically and share their soul. I hope you'll join me on this journey of bringing authentic and conscious content to the world through the voice of my incredible guests. If you love our stuff, remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit us up at SoulfulBod on Instagram. <laughs> You're like double checking. Yeah, yeah, just so how are check. you? How are you, Jack? I'm, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. So I've just recorded a um, an inner child meditation, guided meditation, which I will post, and I've just tried to get my hands on iMovie and try to edit and try to put some music. Wow! Um, just playing, playing a bit. So yeah, it's been. It's been really mm. nice and I can't wait to post it just nice. after this. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I'll definitely check that out when, when we fit well. I've got, I'm shooting another podcast after this, but as soon as I finish, uh, I'll check it out for sure. So I guess like I always introduce this kind of thing, you know, I like to keep it very kind of, you know, just sporadic and whatever comes up, but I like for you know, everyone that I speak to, to kind of give a, a little insight into their journey, you know, what brought them to spirituality in terms of what they're doing right now. And, you know, just a little bit about yourself, just so we can get a feel for you. So if you want to want to have a little role with that. Yes, yes. So, so, so we, we go, we, we're live now. Yeah, we just, we just jump into our conversation, like, yeah okay. yeah I don't I don't do any prep I just kind of whatever comes up intuitively mm-hmm. is what's meant to come up so just go with the flow enjoy it yeah, yeah. so that's uh yeah so just give a little bit of an insight into who you are and your journey yeah. yes so I am Jack uh my Instagram account is healing with Jack I started my journey as a life coach um last year actually um but I've been doing some some work for as long as five years I think um but I just didn't quite know that that's the the very thing that I was doing is actually an inner work until Mm. I stumbled upon uh nights where I would cry and just listening to some soft music would just make me cry and at that time I thought that was just um a cry therapy like I would I would call it a, a cry therapy and I would tell my friends that, hey, do you know what, you should try this um, crying therapy that I've been doing um, <laughs> without actually knowing that there's something behind mm-hmm. the cry that I've been um, experiencing. And it was probably, I think there's so many factors of why I cried. I just didn't quite know how and, and, and why, um, you know, besides the work that was quite busy and, mm-hmm. And, and then entering the um, 2019, no, 2020, when, you know, the uh, the COVID um, finally came up to the surface and we got furloughed by the mm. company. So there were loads of days off where I had to just be inside the room and doing absolutely nothing. So you can imagine going from busy to Mm. doing absolutely nothing. And that's where the journey became, Mm -hmm. or should I say, 
the journey becomes clearer and clearer. And as I have more time to myself, and that's mm. when everything starts to come up to the surface because initially, or essentially, that my life becomes quiet. Because, you know, when you, you just stay at home, you're doing absolutely nothing. Everything starts to come up mm. to the surface. But at the same time, I've been doing meditation, mm. basically the inner work, the personal development mm. thing, that wake up every 5 a.m., you know, stuff like that. And so after entering, uh, after finishing the coaching training and created the platform, uh, the Instagram uh, account where I could, share and connect with people I still feel that mm. the disconnection between where I actually something that I actually preach I feel like there's something more about this there's something there's, there's something that's that went missing I just don't mm. know how and why and I started to get a client starting from a free client I feel like so teaching the wisdom that I know this structural basic coaching motivation you know do this and all stuff all all of that stuff there is something that is missing i still mm -hmm. um i would still uh catch myself wanting to cry some nights which i felt there must be something wrong with me why do i like crying so much and i kept i still at that time i, I kept calling it a cry therapy <laughs> I would actually uh, recommend to a friend of mine that I work together with that, oh, you know, maybe you should try the crying therapy that I've been uh, uh, doing. Because I think universally, the feeling that you get after you cry is so relieving that the blockages that you feel just, every blockage is just release and you just feel like you want to nap mm. afterwards. Have you have you experienced that? Like, when was the last time you cried? I, I I don't know why I ask you that, but when 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 you cry, you feel yeah. <laughs> no, no. The last time, gosh. I mean, for me, the last time I think I cried, I actually like. I think for myself as well, I've, similar to you, kind of been on this journey for like five years, but it's been in the last year that there's been some really big shifts for me, and um. One of the biggest ones was kind of realizing that I kind of mm -hmm. had to sort of go back to therapy and deal with a, a, a slightly bigger issue that had kind of been quite dominant in my life for a very long time. And um, I've kind of come to, under, come to an understanding of really what that was and the reality of the situation. Um, and it's become so much clearer and it took a lot of crying to kind of actually mm -hmm. release the old self that believed that believed what yeah. it used to believe, you know, if that, if that makes sense. And that, and, and that cry just really moved that old version of myself and those old thoughts from my body and from my, from my consciousness. So I could actually move forward with my life and, you know, it just feels amazing it kind of it's kind of like a deep meditation in a way right yeah yeah absolutely so that was how I felt at that time and I thought there must be something that I could find from from this and so the more I went deeper and deeper into my meditation the more I found so many you know resources from the internet and books that I feel like I should go deep into this 
and I discovered the word healing. I think healing universally, what mm. we all think healing would be to heal something like a wound, like a physical wound. But so I never actually know that healing, actually you could heal um, an emotion or you can heal um, your mm. spiritual self. And so then from that moment on, after stumbling across a page on Instagram that has helped me so much in guiding and giving me insights and knowledge about, oh, we're actually our own best healer. And yes. so from that moment on, I sort of, yeah, from that moment on, I sort of shift. As as you said, like last year has been a massive shift, I think, for all of us as a collective. Yeah, and, and as we move across a new world if you like um this whole paradigm has shifted and uh, definitely we realize that we've given so much of our power to the external environment that we practically become a victim to um to the uh, external uh, environment and so for me realizing that being aware that I actually am able to shape the world that I wanted to create. And to give you a bit of a background, for me personally, I do believe that we have, I don't know, some kind of angel that has always walked with us, guiding us, or, yeah, or, or I would say um, the childlike wonder in me that... I feel so connected ever since I was a kid. That's why growing up through 10-year-old and then through adolescence, I was always been the one that is very different than all that. of my friends. And, you know, I would say some silly things and, and then I would I would do things that most people won't do. And But that in me now that I discovered the world um, of an inner child and the world of quantum manifestation, everything that you um, visualize can make manifest. <laughs> and that in itself, I think, I think to, to better explain it is that I have always been able to connect through the unified field of possibilities that I feel like everything that I have once imagined, not in a meditative way, in a daydreaming <laughs> way, because I always daydreamed, um, you know, before and after napping or in between nap or when you're in a classroom, you, you don't know what to do. You just picture everything. And in that, and when I saw the pose that you posted today, um, how we, uh, you know, the, the, when we, mm. how we manifest, and that just became clear and clear. And then when I discovered the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza and what a man. And that was what a when man. I I know, I know. And and that that's when I that's when everything clicked. Ah, this is it. I have been doing it since I was a, a kid. I just didn't know you know, I just didn't know the techniques that that existed from that end. Just like any other great leaders, like imagine Mother Teresa mm. or um, uh, Martin Luther King mm. 
or um, who else? Uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Dalai Lama, Dalai Lama. Every single one of them, they must have been doing this. They they can <laughs> they visualize so clearly about the world mm. that they want to create. Mahatma Gandhi, be the change that you want to uh, create, right? And that was what I I had always experienced and co-creating with the um the quantum field of possibilities has been mm. i would say one of my superpower mm. and so i really really believe in mind to matter and basically the quantum world um if you one of those people who like to use one of those fancy mm. words um <laughs> uh, and also i think um mm. the unspoken wisdom that i received from my mother who's been struggling with uh, breast cancer as far as i know from i was uh, from when i was a, a kid so there's a lot more to it again it was kind of like witnessing a horrible beauty so so i could see that my mother who's in pain on a day-to-day -day basis and going mm. from one place to another as in traditional healing method and that gave me again <laughs> this resiliency in a later life that i believe that we are our own best healers because she then if she could reverse the 20 plus years cancer without any medical intervention not to say that do not seek medical help mm -hmm. um it's just that this is me when i grew up this is what i have always um experienced in yeah. so the 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 conversation in the in the um in a dinner table would be Oh, have you tried this roots, this tea, this herbs that taste like the most bitter chemical that you've ever ingested in your life? And she would just down it as if it was nothing. She would try every traditional healing method available, holistic way. And so that then made me realize that we're so powerful. I think what humans don't realize that we are that powerful. Everything that we create in our mm -hmm. mind can mm -hmm. literally become something. The pent up emotion can become cancer, anger, resentment, mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. everything that gave us the feeling of deep sadness, anger that is not um, um, regulated, if you like, that could in a later day, mm -hmm. in a later life that could mm -hmm. manifest as cancer. And I, so that right before my eyes, that happened to my mum, and so mm -hmm. same for and me. Then, um, um, for my, my step -mom, my my stepmom, same thing. Stress and thing manifested mm -hmm. for her as breast cancer also, and I think that triggers a lot of people. Like I can understand someone who's listening to this right now mm -hmm. might feel super triggered from this conversation, but we're just speaking from our personal experiences and our personal understandings, and it's important to realize that in your triggers there is opportunities to also to learn and to to really expand your own awareness like there really is like there's so many things that triggered me in my past and that I just I was like that's a load of bullshit that's not right that's not right and now I fully have actually embraced mm -hmm. into my life and fully believe so if you are feeling triggered right now just give it give it an opportunity to to sit within you and actually think about what you can kind of take from this and I look at it with a more neutral perspective and that will help with your your triggers right now because I can imagine people listening will feel triggered by this for sure absolutely a hundred percent your triggers is your teacher
our triggers mm. is is our coach mm-hmm. um you know is uh, uh sometimes you have one of those sport coach that you know keeps screaming at you but you're like oh stop it don't stop screaming at me and you're like you just want to avoid that coach but <laughs> that coach is actually the very the most effective coach that you will ever have in your life and mm-hmm. that would be your triggers that came up uh, and so so there you go so i i had that resiliency in me and i had that mindset that we are our own best healers if my mother can reverse the cancer that she had or um heal the broken bone 12 years ago without again any medical intervention and my mom has been my biggest inspiration when it comes to healing um and so it, it's been it's been really really wonderful uh, quite painful but but then of course there's pros and con, uh, cons in that and and of course throughout her journey she needed time to be alone for herself to process everything and to go into um her praying and all of that and then I would because I'm the only child in my family and and so I had no one to talk to or no one to share with and so I couldn't really be emotionally open with my mum and so that again became something that I had to struggle in my adult life I was safe to say that I was emotionally um abandoned when I was a kid and I uh my reality was denied and and all of that stuff but mm. then now in a, in my adult life it becomes my responsibility to heal from that whatever happened to my childhood it happened for mm. for the good of for the best of me so i didn't have that ment- i didn't have that mentality of oh you did this to me when you um totally. uh, uh, when i was a kid and look at me now mom or woe is me pity me self i didn't have that quite um quite thankfully and i had that actually again from something that my mum told me because growing up um i had always had more than two mums so polygamy in my country and in the religion that i was growing up was seen as normal mm. and so my dad where was that um in indonesia so i had um nice. the total of three mothers but my mum was the first and uh, my dad would remarry again and then mm. divorce and then he then remarried again and so this is again something that i believe became the very reason of how i guess the anger that my mother had towards my father that manifests as a cancer but again uh, uh, of, of course um there is there's a lot more to it growing up she she was struggling already and so i at yeah, at at definitely. 17 i had so much anger at my dad for what he's done to my mum there was one day that i spoke mm-hmm. to her and she said uh, and i said i just felt angry at dad why did he have to do what he had done to you and then casually my mom would say mm. what why did you hate your father i never teach you to hate your own father without him you wouldn't be here without him you won't be able to go to school without him we won't be able to survive and so never i never actually and never 
teach you, let alone plant a seed of anger in you towards your own father or to anyone ever. And from that moment on, I, I, it just woke, I was just awoken. And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. With all of the shit that she had to carry, she could still forgive someone and stayed with someone, a, a husband that, not to blame, but basically that got us to where we were at that particular time and, 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 and that journey. And so from that moment on, I yeah. took everything as the natural unfolding of life, basically. So if you, if you resist it, if you become angry with it, you can manifest as something a lot mm. worse in the future. But if you just to accept, forgive and carry on. Yes, it was painful. Mm. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it was difficult to go through and navigate life with the pain that we already carry, uh, carry with us and, and with my mum with a cancer that she had to carry. But then if she had to think about how unfair life is to her or how unfair I was treated by my husband or how unfair it is that I have to share my husband with another wife. That's what good does it do to her? And so she really focused on her own mm -hmm. journey to healing um, the cancer and then to then to raise me as, as an only child. So there's a good and bad, but whatever happened, I feel like this is it. This is, this is my story and I believe I can use it to, to the benefit of myself personally and others to, to help mm -hmm. people who are doing the work. Definitely. And I, I love how you spoke about that because it really, it really showcases how even in the hardest situations, in the most challenging situations, there is always an opportunity for healing. There is always an opportunity to bring more light to your life and bring more light into your world. And I think, you know, human experience has, has taught us to see everything as good and bad, but okay, if you look at it from, from that perspective, there is good and bad, but within all of that, there is something that is greater. There is a greater purpose in what is going on, whether that's for yourself or for the collective. Um, sometimes we don't know, you know, sometimes things might be seriously painful. And the reason that it's painful and reason is that is to bring more, bring more light to the collective because you need, to, sometimes you need to go through that to shine your light greater later in your life like I always think about you know the most challenging things in my life and I and I like to see them now as things that I'm internally grateful for because they brought me to this moment and to where I'm going to go continuously so I guess it's the same for you you know you've learned from your journey and in those emotions you know you've transmuted that that experience into now what is how, how you teach basically Absolutely. Thank you so much. I think it is really beautiful what you said. And, and I think awakening is being aware that whatever happened in life meant to happen. It's just life is just unfolding naturally. And mm -hmm. you, you have two options, whether to resist or to, or to avoid or carry on with it and accept it. But that's not to say that you give up with whatever life gives you. It is, it is your, your vehicle on your path of, of awakening. Like someone said, mm -hmm. oh, I wish I had more time to meditate so I could connect with my spiritual self. Um, because I have a, I have a children, so I don't have 
time and uh, 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 to go into my deep spiritual journey. People, what people don't realize is that that very children is the vehicle for you to go on your spiritual journey. They just don't know it yet. Whoa, I love that. <laughs> um, or, I love or, or, that. Or, or people who are struggling with relationship, which I think is on an epidemic level. And people, totally. I love how people go through um, a stage where, oh, I want um, a loving husband, I want a loving wife. And then there you go, you met uh, your loving wife, loving husband, and then until they say something that struck you. <laughs> and then you said, oh, I think this won't work. Mm. Uh, or maybe, oh, my my wife or my husband or my partner triggered me so much and consumed my time a lot more than I would when I was single. And so therefore mm. I don't have any time to meditate. I didn't have time to journal. I didn't have time to um, use it as a, you know, as my spiritual uh, uh, journey, if you mm. like. But that very that very partner is the path of awakening. You just don't know it yes, yet. You can use yes. that as a vehicle. But of course, you would want to kind of trust your discernment. If you if you stay in a in an abusive relationship, well, don't oh, stay in an abusive relationship. I mean, who would who would want to be um, uh, beaten up every single day? Now, that, that's that's not to say that you have to just fully accept and surrender with whatever life's gonna. No. Um, uh, uh, give you but you you can create the life that you you want to make manifest but at the same time Definitely. don't resist life life happens mm. the way it should be so accept and at the same time equip yourself with everything that you need to be equipped and navigate life through it and find Definitely. the path to awakening I think I think it's definitely about finding those balance between the two, like with this mm -hmm. duality, you know, in in the in how life is, you know, because like you said, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship, you know, don't stay in that abusive relationship. Don't just surrender, surrender to the path that the universe wants to take you on. And the universe always mm -hmm. wants to have your back. It always wants to bring you to a place, even if it's a challenge. It always wants to bring you a place that's growing you. Okay, so if it's, we're not talking about relationships in the sense of being your mm -hmm. spiritual practice. If you're suffering in that relationship, you know, use that relationship as a time to shift if you're in a really difficult one. But, you know, if someone is just triggering you, I believe like relationships are one of our biggest spiritual practices because oh, yes. <laughs> they're so triggering, whether that's a friendship or a love relationship, whatever. Um, you know, because they trigger us, they, they, you know, they see our traumas, they see our kind of darkest parts, because we, we develop this closeness to them. And, and I think that's such a great opportunity to, you know, walk forward. And, you know, we're not talking, like we said before, we're not talking about tr triggers in an abusive sense, but we're talking about, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, triggers about, you know, uh, he, he upset you about something he's, you know, because he's different than you are. And you don't like that because you're someone mm -hmm, who likes mm -hmm. to control things. I'm actually referring to myself right now because this is one of my things. Um, so I'm, I'm giving an yeah. example, but it's actually me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of my things. Like if someone doesn't do what I want, you know, um, so uh, someone who's been in my life for a very long time who you know we've had a kind of oh, on and off relationship I guess he's always triggered me because he doesn't do things the way I want him to do things he doesn't communicate the way I want him to communicate he doesn't act the way I want him to act and and I think that that's that's actually what I've realized is my problem because he he is he is enabled he has the free will to 
behave how he wants, act how he wants. So he's been a biggest, the biggest spiritual practice to my awakening because I've been like, he's mirrored exactly back to me what I need to work on, which is my ability to let go, my ability to dive out of being in control yeah. of things. I'm so, so, so thankful for that. And I think that's, I love what you said there about, they're there to trigger you as an opportunity. Don't run from that. Dive mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. that. What is this person showing me right now? Like in my relationships now, I've come to realize like on this journey, I don't, I don't just want relationships. I want conscious relationships, you know, whether that be friendships or relation, like loving relationships. I want people to challenge me. I want people to put me on the edge and wake me up. So to speak, you know, I keep like find opportunities in those moments. You know, I think we're often, we get triggered, we just react. We just react and we just we just spill all this anger and all this trauma out on the other person. We project it out. And it's like, you know, we don't take that time to pause, hold back, and really just how can I respond better from this? What is this what is this trying to show me? You know? Really, really beautiful, Emma. And thank you so much for sharing with all of us about um your journey and your vulnerability. Because I do believe that life progresses forward. I do believe that life will bring up, uh, bring us into, um, I don't know, like a a life where we would say, how can I best put this? It's like if you were in a vast desert and then if you were mm. struggling with the heat and everything and then you found it an oasis, that is life. But that does, that's not to say that life is a struggle. I, I guess depending on where you are um i guess life always wants to bring you to a place where the natural progression would lift you would make you more fulfilled more joyful more loved but then mm. but unfortunately that doesn't always happen whatever the case may be there are people who believe that life is um a waste of time there are people who believe that life is hard life is difficult life is unfair again that's not to um belittle everyone's judgment people are allowed to use whatever judgment that they have with life but i do believe that life is mm -hmm. beautiful as it is life is a journey life mm. is, is is our teacher and i love life and life loves us it really is yeah mm-hmm and even through the challenges it does because it's providing us with opportunities to just mm -hmm, go deeper mm -hmm. and go deeper and without those opportunities we can't go deeper like you don't go deeper because you know you're having a great day and you're really happy mm -hmm. and everything's going well like that's yeah. you're not going to go deeper there you're going to go deeper in your darkest moments and and it's learning to in those darkest moments to really actually integrate those parts of you that does have that darker side and does have that you know like edge about yourself i think that's another thing that I I find with the with this space as well is we often think you know this this process is about getting rid of yeah. these parts of ourselves you know forgetting about our physical mm -hmm. life here on earth it's yeah. it's about balance it's about finding balance between the two integrating all these parts of ourselves until we can get to like this level where things feel lighter and things feel freer and then you know, you do let go of things, things do change, you know, for me, I stopped drinking because and it wasn't because I, I don't mm -hmm. judge anyone if they want to carry on they're on their spiritual journey, and they still drink like that's perfectly fine. But for me, it didn't align with who I was, I didn't like the person I was when I was drinking. So 
it naturally kind of changed for me. And that was just a thing that I was happy to kind of do. But going on this journey does not mean you have to give up parts of yourself. It just means you have to integrate them and find the lightness to everything and find what works for you because it's all unique. It's all unique to everybody. Exactly. And I love how you use the word integration. It really is a powerful word to me because I think, especially when it comes to, now we're going to segue to fear, let's say. When it comes to fear, I think Mm. avoid the fear or it's like either or, Um, either not to fear whatsoever or just um, avoid something that would make you fearful. But what we don't realize is, again, as Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. natural unfolding of any event that's happening to us, we call life, whether it is an event that makes us happy or an event that makes us fearful, especially at this particular time, everybody that I know is living from a fearful state. We and some people, what, what we do to compensate that feeling is the either or mentality. So either not going out and being afraid of catching something or and just just stay at home and doing nothing but then also stopping life from uh, uh, um, unfolding i mean it's great that you want to stay at home but life happens with people life happens outside but again finding the right balance would be mm. again uh, beneficial but when you are able to integrate the fear of Whatever it is, because I, th- I feel like fear is something that we would only be able to detect if, you know, something, because of something that happened in the past, and that's what we become fearful. And I think it's all, only natural for human being to feel fearful about uh, something. Mm-hmm. It's just the primal part of us as an animal. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we have to distinguish, though, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm is this beneficial for my survival or is this just, you know, that survival instinct trickling into actually, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. something I need to do with my life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's, uh, you know, and like you said, it's learning to discern between those two. Yes. And um, of course, because life will absolutely, you know, life creates situation that push us to our edges and, you know, all with the effect of removing what is actually mm-hmm. blocked inside mm-hmm. of us. It is actually something that I posted on my uh, Instagram account um, a mm-hmm. week ago. And so it's just the natural mm-hmm. progression of life and, and the true nature of our being, In on the other hand, is the one that witness the humanness mm-hmm. of the mind. Uh, uh, the true nature of us mm-hmm. is the one that, that let life happen. And if you go back to talking about the spiritual self, the true nature of our being is the one that witnesses the humanness of the mind. That's one. The disturbed mind, the neurotic mind, everything that we create, everything that's happening right before our eyes, we're just, we're actually the one that witness. And we just Mm. have to realize that we are a blessing in this universe already. Totally. And the whole the whole concept of the observer, I mean, I've been down this kind of journey for a while now. Mm. It's only really become fully clear to me probably the past six months, I guess, what being the observer mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. means and what and it is the most I don't even know how to put it into words because it's the most like beautiful realization ever. Because it's like 
whatever touches me never touches that part of me it never shakes my peace even on the days where I feel like it is and I'm struggling and it's like the outside world's trying really hard the ego's trying really hard there is nothing absolutely nothing that destroys that inner peace and that that part of you that that witnesses absolutely and I also had this moment where I feel like I have found my home as you know a home that I that which I have always been and never leave as you said the witnesser a Mm. home that gives me a sense of peace like never before and that home is called pure consciousness I guess um because Mm. That's who we are. We are the consciousness that sits behind our thoughts and our ego chatter and everything that's happening in our psyche. But we we are, what people need to know is that I think real spiritual um, growth is when you finally realize that you are the witnesser. You are the observer. You are not the thought. Mm. You are not the emotion. You're not the, everything that's happening right before you is something you simply witness and so i think knowing that gives me power and it was um it ha- actually just happened about i couldn't remember but i think um a, m- a month ago i'd say that i have finally clicked to this idea where i'm just an observer mm. and so whatever that comes into my consciousness is basically the disturbances that i've tried to kept inside me or um, Mm. suppressed for a very long time or you know ever since we were a kid that we just don't know that we've suppressed it because we weren't taught we're not equipped with the Mm -hmm. um, the tool on how to self-regulate or emotionally regulate or to heal Mm -hmm. or to release whatever it is that we have the blockages totally and that's why in those moments you know even though we are the observer and we're not our thoughts but it's also so important that when those things come through those emotions come through those thoughts come through to feel them in order to release them yeah because if you don't they get stuck and then when they get stuck they start becoming your reality and they start tricking your tricking yourself into believing that that is who you are like that that is you know and and when we feel and when we release, you know, and however long that takes, you know, some things take a longer time to feel and some things require, you know, therapy or whatever kind of guided coaching that you, works for you because everybody is so unique in that process. Mm-hmm. When we feel, when we acknowledge, when we accept, we can release. And that is your power, and you have that power to do that. You have that power to release those parts of you from your body, from your spirit, from your mind. Beautiful. Really, really beautiful what you said. And I think what I want to tell to um, and what I want to say mm-hmm. to people that you don't have to claim yourself as, a, oh, I'm quite spiritual. Mm-mm. We are spiritual we are a spiritual being. We're just having a human experience in our physical body. We call um, um, the body. You know, I, I'm i an essence of Jack. If you are Emma, you are the essence of Emma. The body is just a trillion cells that make up of who you are. But you are still the observant. You are mm. in control of whatever happened in your life, whatever it is that you put inside the body. The body is just a vessel that carries our 
spiritual being that we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think knowing this can give a massive power, knowing that nothing can get you, that life is not out to get you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like life is life is not meant to make you miserable. Life is not meant to be something that's difficult. Life is not going to make you suffer because that's not that's not life. Life is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Life is a journey. And that very journey is knowing that you are a spiritual being. You just need to work on finding finding yourself to go home to your pure consciousness because heaven knows that especially in today's world we're so disconnected oh, with so, our body so disconnected everything so disconnected mm-hmm. we avoid wherever it is that triggers us mm-hmm. we numb ourselves we numb our emotion with i don't know netflix or social media or or, or netflix drugs, addiction, alcohol, addiction or drugs addiction alcohol yeah. everything that we can to, to suppress it. that mm. everything and that and that is that is the reason that is the mission i guess mm. to um to to come back to our nature yes. as a spiritual being mm. because once we once we fully realize that you are the witnesser you are the consciousness the one that witness everything that's happening in your psyche and in your life around you you realize you that you can actually see it from a space of compassion because i think that's a natural state of our consciousness we were able to see then everything from a space of compassion mm. from loving from from an understanding mm. that the very reason that our colleague is doing what he's doing or saying what he's saying um be it hurtful or be it something really hits our um soft spot mm-hmm. and then we would react you, definitely you don't you don't really have to react that very reaction mm-hmm. is actually the blockages that we had to carry we just didn't know that we actually <laughs> can let go of those um, blockages if definitely. we if we know that um that we are that powerful and that is something mm. that i've been doing for for the last few weeks knowing that this um act of purification if you like of the blockages that i had to carry with me all my life is actually quite simple we just make it hard <laughs> We do. We overcomplicate yeah. everything. Our conscious yeah. minds have to come in and, you know, be like, blah, 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 blah. that's what it sounds like in my mind, you know, like all of that. Yeah. And spirituality is simple. Spiritual, you're a spiritual being living a human experience. And the whole purpose is to get back to yourself. Like you said, what was so beautifully, get back to your home. You know, that's what it is. And, and I get, people can hear this and think it sounds airy fairy it sounds over the top it sounds like it sounds woo woo yeah woo woo <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not it's, <laughs> it's like and when you have that that switch you know mm-hmm. and that's what and that's why we we do what we do in terms of this you know and we do it in a non preachy way we do it in just from a place of compassion because we we know how incredible it feels to own and step into your own power that is inside of you we know how beautiful that is to our lives and 
by doing that and by trusting that and by trusting that process by and this is lifelong you know this is not something that mm-hmm. just happens the switch flips mm-hmm. uh, it's not something that just happens and then suddenly you're awake and you're living mm-hmm. yeah. you know there's there's levels there's <laughs> new levels there's new levels there's always there's always like new opportunities to to go even deeper to learn even more but when you get to yourself when you get yourself to the point of like actually understanding what it means to be the observer and being aware that is one of the greatest shifts uh in your spiritual journey because suddenly you realize your true nature true nature and for everyone who's listening it to this podcast for everyone who is doing a deep inner work towards finding that spiritual part of ourself which is who we are know this you don't have to um meditate two hours a day day in day out you don't have to Mm -hmm. become a hermit in order to do so you don't have to close yourself and get rid of all the people that are around you you don't have to go on top of a mountain to meditate you don't have to i don't know use the word I don't know, like this 4D, 5D, vibrational, collective, vibrational, vibrational frequency, <laughs> blood. Yeah. Look, all, all of these, <clears throat> the way I look at it, all of these are tools and it's amazing if, if you can relate to it. But Definitely. this very mm-hmm. thing can also make us, compli- uh, uh, can make us confused about what actually is spiritual. Spiritual Spirituality doesn't, is not hard, as you said, it, quite beautifully Mm -hmm. it is not hard you don't have to start again you don't have to meditate for a long time you don't certainly have to go up to a mountain you don't have to become a monk to become a spiritual being you are a spiritual being you don't have to use beads or crystals or himalayan salt or Mm -hmm. become a vegan or no (laughs) you don't have to you are already a spiritual being all you have to do is find the way back home because heaven knows that you've been so disconnected with yourself we all have and i Mm -hmm. i was there you were there certainly so disconnected with yourself we numb ourselves with substances we suppressed our emotion now it is time for us to take back our power it is time for us to Mm. know that we could co-create our life with Uh, 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 in our physical realm we call our life along with our spiritual self because that's just who we are that's our uh, true nature of being human of being a spiritual self we just need to find our Mm. home by knowing that you are the observer you are the witnesser of life that is unfolding and and you are not thoughts you are certainly not your emotion and not your tra- uh, trauma either. Fuck, that was powerful. I love that. Yeah, because it's so, people get so confused in all this noise. You know? <laughs> I'm sure. And like you said, these things are incredible. They are great tools. They are things that you can use to reconnect at times, to guide you. And, you know, what tool works for you is very unique to everybody. Some people like Reiki, some people love crystals, some people like <clears throat> learning about the chakras, like whatever it is, these are all tools, but this is not the purpose. This is not spirituality. This is not, yeah, yeah, not what you have to do mm-hmm. to be this, to be this, to live in this. Or go to India, or go to India, go to a retreat, go yeah. see a shaman, go to a re- yeah. yoga. No, you don't need to. You don't need to no. do. You don't need to do psychedelics. Yeah. You don't need to do ayahuasca. Yeah. You don't need to do any of this stuff. 
these, these stuffs are tools and they're incredible tools within themselves, but they are not the purpose of this journey. You don't need to do this. You don't need to become no, a different person. Not, yeah. You just have to shift your mindset. Like I still love things that I loved before mm-hmm. I embarked on this journey. Um, and when I started mm-hmm. it, I tried to reject them and I got more and more and I got yeah. on a different hamster wheel instead of the one <laughs> I was on. I was on this spiritual hamster wheel of thinking I had to be a certain way in order to be spiritual and get rid of things and uh, dress a certain way and, and that. And you, you're on a new hamster wheel. You're stuck in this, you know, you're just, again, buying mm-hmm. into labels, buying into things. It's integrating. It is integrating these two parts of you. It's integrating all the things. It's realizing your power, realizing your connection to source, but also your connection to earth. And that is, yeah, that is the purpose of this journey. It really is. Yes, and I, I, I love how Michael Singer put it. Um, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> so real spiritual growth happens when there's only one of you inside, not a part that's scared, not a part that's protecting the part that's scared or not a part that is uh, confused about what really is a spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is, mm. you know, when mm. you realize that there's only one of you inside, complete stillness, complete blackness or nothingness, because there really is back there is nothing, quiet, consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Totally. Totally. And when you tune in, the like when you start to tune in, things start to feel lighter, even mm-hmm. the most difficult mm-hmm. things, because you can shift the way that you see them. You know, they don't become these things that are a burden or a trauma anymore. They become things that you can observe and you can actually use them as, a, as again, as tools for more deeper awakening and more connection to source and more connection to our purpose of being here and you know all of our purposes are unique but we have a collective purpose and that's to bring more light to the world and bring more light to the people that need to see which it. which is what you've been um, uh, telling us since the very beginning use it as a fuel to go forward use it mm. as a part of your awakening because the very life that we live at this moment is showing us something it's not to drag mm. us down it is to propel us forward you just need to come to an understanding that you you are powerful you are the observer and once you once you arrive you know how peaceful and peaceful and how calm you are because that is your true nature true state of your nature um, mm-hmm. um yeah Definitely. i was going to say something but i forgot You've just got to, you've just got to get there. <laughs> it's just, it's, it does it require does, it work. Does, it, it does, does it, it does. It does require yeah, work yeah. to get there. It really does, and you know? It's not just a, it's just a, and it's, and that's just mm-hmm. the part of it. It's just a part to enjoy as well, that work. You know, don't see it as this, like, daunting thing. See it, it's like you said, you spent so long crying, yeah. <laughs> like, like, for example, when I, I, I really like shadow work as an opportunity to do this, and that kind of process and you know not that you have to do that but it's just my mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. I think it really helped me it does. and um and meditation it shifts yeah definitely it's all and like we said it's all tools mm-hmm. and stuff but you know it does require going into your trauma yeah. which is yeah, fun yeah, yeah. but um I wouldn't change it for the world I literally wouldn't I wouldn't change anything hard that's happened to me I wouldn't change anything 
that was a struggle and I wouldn't change. I also am aware that there's going to be many more challenges to come oh, my yeah. way. And I thank, thank, thank yeah, the universe yeah. for bringing me more opportunities. Totally. You know? And it sounds crazy. I get it even. And it doesn't mean that in these moments, I'm not going to feel sad or, you know, it's not me that's feeling mm-hmm. sad. It's this part of me, but it's not yeah. who I yeah. truly am that's feeling yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, and that concept is, yeah, uh, it, shifted my life changed my life and and that's not to say that we are a reductionist that yes whatever happened to you Mm. wasn't cool yes you felt pain when you were a kid yes you felt pain when you had to say goodbye forever to your granny or to your mum or to your dad yes it wasn't cool but hey you are still the witnesser of whatever that's happening in your life Mm. and yes the the pain was real yes the pain was suppressed because we didn't have the tool, because people cope in the ways they know how. A year ago, I wouldn't have known how to self-regulate myself, but now I do. And I honour the part of me that still feel painful when something happened, when my partner said something that I that activated me, mm-hmm. because that reminds me of the past mm-hmm. that I had to go through mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I supp- suppressed and I avoided. But I could use that as a very reason to propel me to go forward, because, because that's what it is. Life is moving forward. It is mm-hmm. exactly, and you know, and that's what, uh, and that's when we go into all the quantum oh. of time and everything. <laughs> that, you know, that, uh, yeah, that I love that. that. But that's that's for I think that's for that's probably for that's probably podcast, actually I think I think I think we can I think we can talk about like manifestation <laughs> in another podcast. But yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. That's another. That's another kettle of fish and. I've only just kind of started like really getting into into understanding like I mean we can't put it into words mm-hmm, at times mm-hmm. sometimes but I've only just sort of began to find you know the fascination and the beauty and the actual truth in 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 that and in the quantum world Love um, it. <laughs> it's fascinating um I think um if you wanted to tell everyone where they can find you, yes. Jack. So, um, well, at the moment, I only use one platform, which is my hub, um, Instagram mm. at Healing with Jack. Um, so, yeah. And I can tell by your energy, <laughs> there is going to be so much from you. Like, I just, I, I pick people up. Like, I've been quite in tune mm-hmm, with my mm-hmm. energy, and I freaking love yours. That's why I saw you on Instagram. I was like, "Fuck, he's coming on my podcast" because I know it's going to be a power, a powerful episode, and uh, it, it really was. Like, uh, you know, I mean, I would love to hear what you guys thought when you listened to this podcast episode. Because to me, this was so powerful, and um, yeah, and I, I know there's so much more to come from you, and I'm looking forward to seeing it and seeing, you know, all of that. What Thank you, about, Thank you so much. Way. It was incredible. Um, but just to, just to wrap up, we ask our guests one final question, mm-hmm. um, and we shared so much, but oh, okay. <laughs> we asked with one final question, and mm-hmm. that's to share share a message from your soul. Um, so whatever comes up to you intuitively that someone might need to hear right now. Whew, okay, well, I like this because it's so spontaneous and I feel like there's a lot mm-hmm. to say, but if I could say one thing right now that comes to my consciousness is that external changes are not going to solve the inner problems, whatever it is that we have. No new places, no new relationship, no new car, new home everything that can take away the inner turmoil that we have within us. Turn inward 
and find the root cause. You can do so by an act of purifying the heart. Tune in to your intuition. Tune in to your state of pure consciousness and let go. I guess... I guess that's what I want to say. Powerful. That was powerful. That was right. You know, I get, and I know that in that, those words, a lot of people need to hear that right now. So thank you so much for sharing that. It was really You're beautiful. You're welcome. You're welcome. Emma. Thank you thank for you. coming on, Jack. It's been amazing. Uh, it's an honor. Too. It's an <laughs> honor to be able to be on your podcast. Or who knew that someday when I'm ready with everything that you will be on my podcast because well, that's, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the oh, only definitely. natural progression with um, the work that I'm doing. So um, mm. I will use whatever platform available for me to spread the teachings that I have, the stories and my vulnerability and everything. So what and, if, what, what, know, and what you do is beautiful. Thank you so much. Soulful <laughs> God is such an amazing page. Can I just say that? And your um, uh, beautiful template of your journal is also really, really good. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, I'm sure we will continue to connect because, you know, that's what that's what this community is all about. It's not about competition. It's about connection and just spreading whatever we can to whoever we can and who's ready to hear. And, you know, and that's, it's not, it's about collaboration and connection, not about competition. And I just absolutely love this community and the people that I get to meet here and people that are just driven to keep spreading it, you know, in mm-hmm. whatever way they can, you know, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on, Jack. Yay. You're welcome. And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in. Don't forget to tune in next week, Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. EST, as more of my guests and myself share some incredible stories and inspire you a little bit further to step outside of your comfort zone and step more into who you are at a deeper level. Don't forget to join our podcast community using the links in our bio, and you can connect with us on social media. I hope this episode gave you a little bit of inspiration and the courage to step into your power and share your soul. Thank you again and I'll see you next week.